And I think that is the coolest part about femtech is that like, we're all kind of made of the same cloth, right? Or was it yeah. cut from the same cloth? Like we all have this passion and drive and we're all energetic and excited and sick to death of the way things have been. And I think that bonds us together in a way that you just don't get in other industries. Hello and welcome to Miseducated, the show about unlearning the misguided rules from society that govern our lives. With me, your host, Cash Doherty. Hello, people of the world, and welcome back to Miseducated. With me, Tash Doherty. This episode is the third and final part of my conversation with Christina Van Vuren, founder of The Future of Femtech. Now, Christina leads Femtech Media Group, and the goal of this organization is to make Femtech mainstream. So obviously, there's a lot of overlap with Miseducated, and we're really happy to be able to support Christina as she takes on the world. In this episode, Christina tells us all about the skills and techniques she's used to scale her organization. And you'll get the inside scoop on all her favorite startups in Femtech, which is great because she is definitely the expert. Stay tuned to find out, and I hope you enjoy this episode. So your vision for Future Femtech originally was just a conference, like that was going to be it. And then how did it start spreading and like gaining momentum? Um, so you remember how I told you that I would like cold email companies and not not like their marketing directors, but like their CEO, because I was not very smart about all of the like hierarchy at that point. Um, I do the same thing now. It, it works really well. Um, I'm a little more polished with it. I try to get warm introductions where I can. Um, but I've had a lot of success just being authentic and genuine and being like, hey, I mean, I think I, I emailed Ida Tin the other day. I was like, hi, Ida. I'm a big fan. <laughs> I just had to. She did not write back and I did not expect her to. But I, I was like, you know what? Just do it because you don't know, one, like what they're going to say. Like, don't, you know, cut yourself off from the possibility before you've even seen if it's there. But I just, I just reach out to people. I say, I think your voice is important in this. And I reach out to people when I actually do feel that way. They're like, I don't send mass emails. And that's why it takes me forever to do everything because I'm literally like making sure I know what role they're in now and where they were before and if they have recent funding or if they want an award so that I can reach out and say, hey, you know, this, this, and this, I think you'd be perfect for this. Here's how it aligns. You know, can we, can we get on the phone and just have 15 minutes and chat? People, I think I've like overdone it now because I have like 12 meetings a day, every day. I'm like, I don't know how I'm supposed to like do actual work, um, but that's just been the best way. And not only do I get to connect with these incredible people, but you know, when you're vulnerable and when you're authentic, I think it's a lot easier for people to want to champion you. I don't get on and pretend I have it all together. I'm like, so it's just me. I work you know, until midnight every day, just because I love this. Um, I don't have free time, which what would I do with it in quarantine anyway? Um, you know, and, and I think that just gives people an opportunity to say, oh, you know, here's where I can help. Or I don't have the capacity right now, but I can make an introduction. 
Yeah. And then I've had the, the coolest thing is that I've had, I don't know, at least a handful of people that I like cold outreach to, like I like LinkedIn message, followed them on Twitter, sent them an email. Like, I just really want to be your friend. Can we talk about Thumbtuck? Um, they've become actually some of my like personal friends. And we talk all the time and like, we're, we're friends. We're not just like in each other's network now. And I think that is the coolest part about Femtech is that like, we're all kind of made of the same cloth, right? Or was it cut from the same cloth? Like we all have this passion and drive and we're all energetic and excited and sick to death of the way things have been. And I think that bonds us together in a way that you just don't get in other industries. Yeah, definitely. And I hate to say some tropes like whatever women are more collaborative and stuff, but I think it's difficult because you can be competitive, but you can also be collaborative. And um, I feel like we're all going to benefit from the fact that there's more funding and there's more attention and things are better laid out and there's more conferences and, you know, we're, we're ready. So I think that's, that's really awesome. Um, So we could talk about like what's going to happen in the next couple of months, like, when do you yeah. think the conference is going to happen? That kind of stuff. I have some really cool stuff coming up. I'd love to share. Yeah. Um, so, well, we have the work from home series, which is 16 weeks of salons, 45 minutes every Wednesday. We are pouring into the leaders in this space. I think my one of the talks that we have lined up so far is on the, cre- or the neuroscience of your cycle and creativity fascinating. I watched one of her talks and I was like, please, please give this talk at the summit. That would be amazing. Um, so that is coming up. That will also be free for the femtech community. Um, the way we're structuring everything with future of femtech is that it's free for anyone doing work in femtech and women's health. And I do not know how I will monetize it and turn it into my full-time job quite yet. Um, but I, believe that it's possible and it's just figuring out the right avenue um but it's important to me that everyone has access to the things that we're doing um you know as they're fighting for women to have better access safer more equitable equitable healthcare, like i want to make sure we're giving that to them in return um and on that note we're actually it's not there's nothing on the website yet but i'm working on the future of femtech community fund so it's going to be basically like a pool of money so when we get sponsorships or people make donations we're putting 20 percent of any income at all like off the top into this fund and it's there in case any one of our community members it like faces a hardship or you know needs support that we can financially help them and it would be like a gift and not a loan it's like yours you know like, like we'll have to we're standing up some like eligibility and like parameters just to make sure it works really well um but that i'm really really excited about that because i think it's just gonna you know solidify even more that we're really meant to be a community that is for this community yeah and i really like that because then it's more about supporting each other and grants and things can be really helpful because none of us you know we're all kind of bootstrapping along too I mean I like I'm making absolutely no money for this podcast but like fuck it I love I love doing it and um and that's just like a good time I think we're also all trying to just start and build and figure out what's working and what's not like it's still pretty early stages I would say 
but it's a lot of fun and yeah the more brains and teams and different types of breast pumps and whatever it is like that people are going to be creating I think it's like really amazing and this is why I want to bring what I was talking about the more human side of stories because if you're a younger girl you know let's say you're in college or whatever and you're listening to these people talk it's like you need people to be relatable right and that's why it's also great to talk about periods because like who is who is unable to relate to that unless you're a dude um and that's why I like always try and add in these more personal stories about it because I have an IUD for example now and then that's completely changed my life you know and you can't separate our experiences of going into women's health and working in these spaces from these technologies that are helping us so yeah that reminds me I need a new IUD in like a little under a year so yeah I had my almost 10 years as soon as my daughter was out I was like stick it up there no more <laughs> children for me yeah oh you had the couple one uh-huh yeah it's amazing I don't have cramps anymore I mean it's not for everyone right like everyone is different should definitely talk to their doctor um it, it has been life-changing yeah I have like, not ever been like oh my god I missed a period I've had regular periods where I did not used to and the cramps that I used to have like I mean nothing compared to like people who have endometriosis and all of that because I I hear that that's excruciating but I would have cramps so bad that I need to like leave work and also I wanted to leave work because I was on my period. So it helped. Um, but you know, done, like no more, like I might get a little, like one little baby cramp, like, Hey, remember us. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty amazing. When this one's expired, I'll get another one until I go through menopause. And there's so many cool menopause technologies that honestly, by the time I go through menopause, like I'm kind of excited. I'm excited to use all this cool stuff that's being invented right now. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I mean, I, you know, you don't have to pick favorites, but sometimes I just like to ask people, like, what are their favorite things? You already mentioned some products that you're using yourself, so that's a good start. Um, yeah, so personally, I use Cora for tampons and pads. I, I did work with them, disclaimer, I helped launch their blood and milk publication early on. But they are by far the best that I have personally found, you know, for my body. Um, and they're, they're so mission driven, which is really important to me. And what about the product do you like and what is their mission? I'm sorry. Yeah. So they have, they are a, it's like tampon and pad delivery. So I actually get like three months supply every three months. Um, and they, they bring pads to girls in Africa. And their CEO is just like an incredible gem of a woman. So I yeah. like the people that I know are like really passionate about what they're doing. Yeah. And I love it as well because I get so many girl crushes on people. It's yeah. really cool. Um, okay. And then the other thing is pussy hacks, which is something that I started adding to the podcast. Um, so basically a pussy hack is something that you either do or that a product that you buy and that you use that just like is a life hack, but happens to do with the fact that you have a vagina. Okay, let me think about this for a second. Um, I think this kind of ties into the list. Okay, Virgo rising. I think I said that earlier. I have a list of my favorite femtech companies and why they're my favorite. So I actually have not had the pleasure of using any of them except for one, but I Dipsy. Have you heard of them? You have. Yeah, tell us about Dipsy. Yeah, Dipsy is super cool. So it's like 
erotica stories. It's like porn for your ears, but made for women that doesn't objectify women. Um, it's awesome. It's super cool. Like there's all kinds of different stories. It's very inclusive. And I think also their branding, I just love, like I'm a branding person. It sold me right away. I was like, I don't care what this is. I'm going to use it because it's very beautiful. Um, yeah, that's one. And then let's see, there's so many that like, I haven't gotten to use, unfortunately, or fortunately, because I haven't yet to, it's kind of a, you know, double-edged sword. Um, but I will shout out a few that I think have done an exceptionally great job, if that's okay. Um, Lioness, brilliant. It's like a sexual health and wellness company. And Liz Klinger, who I think is one of the co-founders, I think she has, I've heard her give a few talks and like the advocacy work behind what they're doing is just really powerful. Um, let's see. Let me look at my list. Kind Body, Maven Clinic. I like com I like Kind Body too. I went to their clinic in New York, and it was just like I felt like I was in a futuristic, like I don't know, five star hotel where they were like, "Would you care to look at our egg freezing manual?" And I'm like, "Ah, that's so cool." <laughs> their their exhibit at Health was I was I I went up to them. I was like, "I'm sorry, but I just have to tell you, this is gorgeous. Like, I would like you to decorate my home. This is beautiful." Um, but they also do great work. Maven Clinic too, um, and then one that I recently found out about, and I hope I pronounce it right. It's Lucina Health. L-U-C-I-N-A, they're harnessing data to improve maternal health. And I think that is just the coolest shit ever. Like data, maternal health, all, yeah, I won't even, yeah. That's yeah. a whole other podcast we could do. And then last one I'll say is Tia Health because they're general healthcare, but they have like, you know, in person, they're now they're virtual and their branding, I was, <laughs> So mad that I did not come up with it. I was like, I, this is so good. I will tell you, I actually worked for Tia for a couple of months. Yeah, they're a really, really cool team. Um, Felicity and Carolyn are amazing. And yeah, they just raised a Series A. Like, you know, I saw that. So yeah. Good. Yeah. It's very exciting. It's an exciting time to be in femtech. I mean, it's yeah. now, right? I heard the phrase the other day that, you know, COVID pulled healthcare into the future. And they're saying that like, especially with telemedicine, that it's been accelerated by a decade. Can you imagine another decade without having access to virtual care? Like there's like VR porn, but you can't see a doctor. Like nothing, no shame to VR porn. You're into what you're into. But I'd also like to be able to see my primary care physician, right? Like there's a balance. So I think it's an exciting in a weird but exciting time to be alive and in this space. I don't remember who said it, but a rising tide lifts all boats. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Miseducated. If you have any feedback or suggestions for what you'd like to hear about next, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. And with that, I hope you have a great rest of your day. Lots of love. Bye.